Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tomorrow, the papal visit to Canada begins. Pope Francis will arrive in Edmonton, so it's of real significance, real significance. But what is required for the Pope's mission to be considered a success? Calvin Helene is the son of a hereditary chief in British Columbia. He's a brilliant author, including Dances with Dependency. That was the first book of Calvin's that I read. He's written many more since, but it's an incredible book. He's a just a wonderful author, lawyer, entrepreneur, also named to the top 40 under 40, and uh, always glad to have Calvin on the program. Calvin, thank you very much for, for joining us. How are you? I'm doing just fine, Roy. It's a pleasure to be on with you. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this world of ours, not only with the Pope's visit, but else, elsewhere as well. But let's uh, start with the Pope. So Pope Francis says he'll be on a penitential pilgrimage to engage reconciliation and healing of wounds left by the residential school system in Canada. And he'll address the church's role within the residential school system beginning in the 1860s and lasting until 1969. What do you think the Pope's message is going to have to contain? Will it would it have to be different to his apology to an indigenous, indigenous delegation to the Vatican in April of this year? To be honest with you, Roy, I don't really care what he says. Um, I think that uh, that uh, he's the CEO of an institution that destroyed our our cultures, it destroyed destroyed our languages, destroyed our families, the abuse that uh, indigenous kids uh, took at their schools and um, you know the they're, they're probably the, I think maybe the only schools in the history of the planet where um, architects designed cemeteries into them because they were killing kids and um, I have uh, uh, very little uh, hopes that anything will come out of this um, I know there's there are people who were abused in the school and and they might get some sense of re- reconciliation from it, but um, I wouldn't prostrate myself to any organization that literally had as its purpose to wipe out your identity, and um, I. I don't think that, uh, you know, and, and uh, you, to talk about his, uh, his apology, well, is it really an apology if after consulting a thousand lawyers and having a, some statement extracted from you um, that, you know, is, is that in the spirit of a real apology? Um, I, I don't think 
you know, there's a, a lot to that. And the other thing that I think needs to be addressed is uh, what's known as the doctrine of discovery. Doctrine of discovery was the uh, legal sleight of hand that the church used to take everybody's land. And basically it consisted of if uh, you were an explorer for a country that was under the, um, you know, Catholic Church at the time, you went off to somewhere and you planted a flag and went back and informed the sovereign and then came back with a handful of people to create a small settlement. Uh, they took your land. They, all, all of the Americas were taken that way. And um, so the, the um, uh, feelings that I have towards an institution like that are, are not very good. Um, I know he's, he's the figurehead of, of the church, but uh, in, in all of this, in this whole process, this, uh, this religion, which is supposed to be moral, supposed to be um, uh, kind to people and forgiving and all of these things, they, they have not practiced what they preached at all. They basically um, did everything they could to avoid having to be responsible for some of the things that their preachers had done and nuns had done to Indigenous people over the last hundred or so years. Calvin, do and you think, let me, let me just ask you this if you don't mind, do you think there's a considerable percentage of Indigenous people in this country who feel just as you do, are looking at this, at this um, penitential pilgrimage by the Pope, and, and when I asked you the first question, what really stuck out to me was when, when I went back to my notes and I saw the residential school system began in the 1860s and lasted until 1969, so over 100 years. And here we are in 2022, and finally the Pope is coming to Canada to apologize. And I felt I had the same question you did. Who wrote this apology? How, you know, the, the, would have been a lot of people in the room when they crafted this. Do you believe there's a significant percentage of First Nations people, Indigenous people, who feel as you do about this visit? I think it, it, there is a significant percentage of people that do feel this way because um, because they're informed about what happened. They understand the history. In like uh, the United States and all the countries in the Americas are relatively new uh, by the terms of the way Aboriginal people, mostly across uh, across the world, look at things. We've been in places uh, for 10,000 years or more. They're now discovering that Indigenous people have been in the Americas likely 30,000 years. And so we take a very long view of history. And, and to have all of this stuff ha have occurred so recently... Um, I, I think it helps to understand how Indigenous people feel about this. Calvin, uh, you were just talking about the many, many centuries of Indigenous culture and civilization in North and Central America. And uh, you and I have talked about this, the advanced and the well-functioning uh, civilizations which existed before Europeans arrived. Uh, when I've read your writings... Uh, I've invariably thought that the teaching of indigenous history, 
as you've researched it, would be a significantly important contributor to truth and reconciliation. There are many people who feel very strongly and very positively about the Pope arriving tomorrow. I don't want to take that away from them. But, and I really want to hear what, and we've heard what you think, but I really think the teaching, properly teaching and appreciating indigenous civilizations would go a long way toward understanding and truth and reconciliation. Would, would you agree with that? Absolutely um, a critical uh, aspect of, um, of trying to uh, recognize what existed before Europeans came here, came to the Americas, the, the idea that, uh, that the, the history that, that is recorded came from a time uh, and from Europeans when their motivations uh, were uh, gold, uh, glory, and God, and gold was first. They didn't really, they weren't interested at all in the, in the uh, huge number of indigenous cultures. And so when, uh, when they came, unfortunately, they brought all these diseases and it wiped out about 95% of the population. And uh, when you consider, you know, maybe 0.000003% of the population died during COVID, um, it completely wiped out in these incredibly sophisticated indigenous societies uh, throughout the Americas. There's trading networks across the continents. Um, and so when the, when the settlers came, they judged people by uh, what was left of the societies, and there wasn't a lot left. Um, they were, you know, you can, you can imagine if, if uh, 95% of the population of North America suddenly um, disappeared, you, you wouldn't have uh, much of a functioning entity. No, you wouldn't. And so, and so people don't really have a, a, a good idea of, um, of what these societies were like or an accurate idea. And there was a, a study uh, done recently at the London School, London College or whatever, in, uh, out of uh, Great Britain. And uh, there was a, uh, uh, a time between 1600 and 1800 called the Little Ice Age, and the, this study uh, concluded that the reason there was a little ice age is because there were so many people in the Americas that had land, land under cultivation that when the population uh, died from disease, it, it resulted in a regrowth of natural vegetation, which pulled so much CO2 uh, out of the atmosphere that it created the, uh, an actual oh, little ice age. I hadn't heard that. And Let so, me... I've got about three minutes, Calvin. If I can just come back for a minute to the to the visit by the Pope, the penitential pilgrimage. Um, how do you think? What do you think the significance of of this visit it is to the youngest or the younger generations of First Nations? I I don't uh, I don't really know. I don't think. Well, I, it may have a lot of significance to them because. Um, what happened was the dysfunction that happened from 1860 on was in, is internalized through the generation. So these young people uh, have are carrying a lot of the the internal dysfunction that was caused by the church, and and I think if if the church w 
actually wanted to do something, they should address uh, dealing with all of these issues, not just for Indigenous people, but for all of the other uh, non-Indigenous kids across the globe who had their lives uh, shattered by the abuse of, of uh, preachers and nuns. Yeah, there's, a big, there's a big issue there. Does Trudeau have a... Does the Prime Minister have a role to play during the Pope's visit, in your view? Uh, I, I don't think... Uh, well, I, I know what his role's going to be. It's, it's to have selfies with him, like he does everywhere else. Um, but I, I don't think it would make any difference whatsoever. Okay. What must the papal visit... I, I, I probably shouldn't be asking you this because you've told me how, how you feel about it, but let me ask you anyway. What, what must the papal visit avoid? Where must the Pope not speak to, if anything? What do you think? Um, well, uh, what? Let, let me... Uh, turn that on its end, I think what he should speak to is to, if you look at the assets of the Catholic Church, they'd be the biggest corporation in the world, and what they've been seeking to do is to avoid uh, uh, paying any kind of compensation to any of the people, and again, I'm including non-Indigenous people in this, they've fought for, for all of their Christian, supposed Christian sentiments, they've fought a just outcome for all of these people that have been harmfully impacted by things. They should uh, sell some of their assets and take care of of uh, good Christian business by dealing with the people that they've really, really seriously harmed. One more question for you. When it comes to the issue of First Nations and reconciliation, we have about a minute here. What is the what is the issue that that most has to be addressed by governments by um, by all parties? What's the what's the issue that has to dominate? I, if, in my opinion, what happened was the the government uh, cleared indigenous people off their traditional lands. They were completely self reliant. They were able, and they put them on reserves. Uh, in order to make them dependent because they were easy to control. And we're in a situation now where Indigenous people um, are wanting to uh, be involved in the economy and uh, their access to our, our traditional resources is limited. There has to be uh, economic recon- reconciliation so people um, can... Uh, can uh, be able to have jobs and opportunities yeah. to validate their yeah. sense of self-worth. All, you know, it comes back to uh, to, to dignity and, and economy and the ability to, to do things for yourself and, and improve your own life at your, on your terms makes a massive difference. I mean, I'm going to say your terms, I mean that in the, in the large uh, context. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.